that we might be able to receive the Holy Spirit that we might be changed into your image and nature so that when you come on that day we shall be worthy and we shall be a part of that great resurrection. Lord, I commit this service into your hands. Just we give it back to you. We ask that you come and speak to us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 We take John 20 once again. Natera I'm happy to see you all that have made it tonight. And uh, we'll read verses 19. I'll probably be an hour. I do that so that all your attention you can give it to me. And right. So we're reading from verse 19. Then the, then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and, and, and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. 
kurunakuruli akawungezi kurunakorusoka munako musanvu enzijibazali ngazigadwao abayigirizwa mwebali oruokutia abayudaya brokutia abayudaya yesu naja na imirira wakati mubo na abagamanti emirembe jive mumwe and when he had so said he showed unto them his hands and his side then were the disciples glad when they saw the lord awuyamala okogera bwatyo nabalagenga luze nembirizize abayigirizwa nebasanyuka bwebalaba mukama wawe then said jesus to them again peace be unto you as my father has sent me even so send i you aw yesu nabagama natenti emirembe jive mumwe ngachitange boyantuma nze nange bwentyo mbasindika mmwe and when he had said this he breathed on them and he said unto them receive ye the holy ghost boyamaro kogerecho nabasiza omukka nabagamanti mutole omoyo mutukuvu praise the name of the lord kama ibasi you may have your seat tonight so this we are taking part 2 of receive ye the holy ghost tuli mchitundu echo kubiri kubaka obugamba funa omoyo mutukuvu and uh, i request uh, as usual for your undivided attention ngabuli jomba sabamuseyo omoyo gonanga temu sagasaganye mungeri yonna so that we shall see what the lord will have for us tonight i want to rabe mukama cha tutegekeddo lwalero bamekanga osabide service alironga tonajja amen god bless you mukama bawo to always pray for the service before you come basaba musabirenga service ngatemunajja even as if you don't have time even as you are walking on the road you can be praying bobatolina budde neboba mukubongojja bela mukusaba So we find that here Jesus tulaba wano Yesu he begins to speak to the disciples yatandiko kuogera nabayigirizwa this was shortly after the resurrection aunga yakazukira and you know that Jesus had died and everybody the, the Pharisees thought that it is done it is finished but we know that Jesus was the second Adam Naitu chimanyinti Yesu yali Adam owokubiri. Who came to do what the first Adam failed to do? Eyakyokola Adam owoloberebeliye chamulemo kola. Because God created everything. Kubanga katonda yatonda bulichimu. And when he created everything, erabo yatonda bulichimu. He noticed that nothing of what he had created was in his image. Yaraba ntibyonabi yatonda tewali wechali muchifana nyiche. It all came out of God. It came out of the spoken word. But nothing of those things that he had created was an express image of the living God. So he needed an image in which he would be able to express himself his character his nature his life and whereby his word can continue to create in that image katinge chigambo chechija kuongera okutonda okuita muchine chifana nyiche an image whose word would be as good as god's word ye chifana nyichino echigambo chechogera techibana njawulo na chakatonda chagambo he created everything and it was good katinachonda bulichimu ngachirunji hallelujah amen praise the name of the lord brother joel please you have to to do your job there Amen. So we notice 
that God after he created everything and now he had created man man was in the image of God quickly go to the book of Genesis and the Bible says Verses 26, verse chapter 1. And God said, All right, maybe to get a clear picture, we can begin from verse 24. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after the after his kind, and God saw that it was good. So everything was after its kind. And God said it is good. But then he noticed that he had nothing after his kind. His own kind. And so he said, let us make man in our image. After our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fall of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So you notice church that we, the human race, was created for what purpose? To have dominion over everything else God had created. To rule over what God had created. We were not created to be ruled by any body or anything. That is why when God was ruling over Israel, he had chosen Israel as his nation and he wanted to display his name in them. He never let, let anybody rule over them. But when Israel came from Egypt, on down into the promised land. Then they found other tribes. And these tribes were being ruled over by kings. And so the people said, let us also have a king like these other tribes. But little did they know that by doing that, they were putting themselves under subjection of man. But they were not to be under any man's rule. They were supposed to be ruled by God himself. But when they said that we need a king like the rest of them, from that time, they lost their freedom. They forfeited their freedom. They gave over, over their freedom. And God was no longer their ruler. Sovereign. 
And you know that is why as a church of God we should never want to, ass- to, to assimilate why are we not like the other church why are we not like the other people why are we not like somebody else you know God created each of us different are you listening to me this evening each of you is different and each of you is special in God's sight each of you was created to have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air over all the beasts of the ground in the field we you was created to do that and therefore never ever desire to be like somebody else because in many ways somebody else is in a fallen nature if there is anything you must desire to be you must desire to be in the original image we should stop wanting to be like somebody else the church natural which was Israel they went into the, uh, the promised land and they said we want to be like this kingdom we want to be like the other kingdom we want a king over us but they did not know by wanting to be like somebody else they were losing their original identity and by losing their original identity they were losing their God given power they were losing their authority losing their dignity they were losing their dominion let me tell you we want to be man under God woman under God family under God church under God what is happening we have replaced God with something else God is no longer the one ruling over the church. The church has replaced it with the constitution of the church. And they say according to our church constitution. According to the rules of our church. According to what our pastor says. According to what our archbishop says. According to what our apostle says. But now the purpose of God is to raise a church which is not having which is not having the headship of a man but having the headship of the Holy Spirit are you following me the headship of the Holy Spirit the church from the book of Acts actually from before the book of Acts man has always been led by one thing that is God in the form of the Holy Spirit and in the form of the Word that has always been the guiding principle of a man and and God intends to have a bride in the end time who will be ruled in the same way who will be led the same way amen by the word and by the 
the Holy Spirit. No, in, in, the, in the Brother Branham says, actually, in the church age book, that the pastor rules, of, rules the church. But then he says, how does he do it? It says by the word and by the Holy Spirit. By the word and by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. If it is out of that, then it is an idea of man. And by the Banam says that I fear. Many people, many times, they take the spirit of their pastor rather than to take the spirit of God. A pastor is a servant. A preacher is a minister. They are servants. Amen. But serving you what? They are supposed to be used of God to help you get into your original condition. To get into your original image. Which we lost at the beginning. By the way, when you talk about a restoration, we are not being only restored to Pentecost. We are being restored back before even Pentecost. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Because at Pentecost, Pentecost, these were still men in a fallen nature. But they received, Amen, that which they lost uh, in in the Genesis by receiving the Holy Ghost. Amen. What is the Holy Ghost? It is the nature and life of God Himself. But these men who are speaking and bubbling in tongues. On the day of Pentecost, they never eat their flesh was not restored. Their flesh was still in the sinful nature. So they too desire to be closed upon with another body which knows no sin. With another body which also is in the image of God. But they, their bodies, their physical bodies are also sinful. But when we go back to Genesis, before the fall, what do you see? You see a man standing there in the image of God, in the perfect representation of the nature and image of God itself. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Whereby every part of him was the image of God. His word was the word like that of God. His thought was like that of God. His ways about him were like that of God. When he speaks, that word he spoke could create. But man fell. And when man fell, he came from the original uh, image and every time somebody is born is born in a foreign nature all the children that are born they are born in a foreign nature that's not the image of God you are seeing that is why People who are born by believers. We as believers need to create an atmosphere for them. In our homes. In our churches. For them to know Jesus Christ. Many 
parents who are believers have thought that automatically their children are believers. It is not so. Until many of them they cover up their sins, cover up their sins, until they themselves show it. You know, until a man is born again and received the Holy Ghost, he has no difference from a beast. Until a man has, has had an experience and an encounter with God, he has no difference from the other beast. He has no difference. He may have the seed of God in him. But the rest all about him. And all and his actions and his life. Will not bear the fruit of the spirit. Why? Because he's in a fallen state. A fallen nature. The Bible says it's the heart of a man. The man who can trust in him. Who can trust a man? A man is evil in his thoughts, in oh, his heart. When they talk to you, you think, oh, this is a very good brother, good, very good sister. But wait and hear after a while. Someone is smiling and but wait and see after a while. Why? Because they are even in the church but they don't have the Holy Spirit. Now my desire is after this series I'm just laying the foundation of it and we'll, we'll go a little deeper as the, the Lord will give us grace. I want us to be able to understand that without the Holy Spirit we don't even have a right to be called a child of God. You can find people in the church doing all sorts of things without anything in them to control them. Why? Because they don't have the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is supposed to be your ruler. God is the ruler. God is the king of kings. King of which domain? King of the domain of your soul. He intends to rule over us. But the way we are born, we are born in a backslidden condition with all the works of the flesh. We are born with the last of the flesh. We are born with, the, with, with, with malice. With we are born with witchcraft. You meet a young child with the spirit of witchcraft. Who told you that you learn how to be a witch? We are born like that. Look at Cain. Cain was a witch. Cain <laughs> Hallelujah. He came to God and suggested to God that everything was okay. But he had finished killing sacrifices. Tell me a better wish than that one. 
he had sacrificed his brother on a stone and now he was presenting himself before God no difference from a witch and all of us are born with that kind of spirit and nature upon us but it was not supposed to be our original nature amen that is why we have desire within us desire for God desire to be better desire to overcome let me tell you, if you're a child of God, and you, the, 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 you know, you don't have the Holy Ghost yet, you cannot have peace of mind. You will have a desire within your heart. Tomorrow, you have a desire for something which you may not even know. But you feel your soul is yearning for something. But come this evening to tell you. Thing is not a thing. That thing is God Himself. Because you are a son of God, meant to have the nature and the image of God in your soul. But you are born in a backslidden condition. And that's why the Bible says we must be born again. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And so Jesus comes here after the resurrection. Oh my, praise the name of the Lord. And, and I'll just take it one hour after that. I'll just quit and continue next time. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. After the resurrection of Jesus. To show how important how important his death was and the purpose of his death on the cross the moment he comes to, his, to the disciples he didn't teach them no longer he didn't teach them no more. He had taught them for three years and a half. This was the time for them to be restored but this way to their original nature, to their original image, to have the life of God in them. And the very first thing it says, the Bible says, when he had said, he showed them his hand. He showed them how he was crucified. He showed them I'm Jesus. I am, I, here is the sign. I am crucified for you. I am killed on the cross for you. I am pierced on the side for you. What was it? about the piercing of the side. Amen. Amen. What was it about the hands with holes? The hands with holes were signifying Amen. the price he paid Amen. for them to receive what they receive. The hands with holes he was showing how he was crucified. How he paid the ultimate price for man to be redeemed back to his original estate. And after he had showed his hand, amen, he showed his sight. What was the significance of that? He was showing them that I was crucified. 
that you may be born. Because remember, Adam was taken, uh, Eve was taken out of the east of the side of Adam. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus was showing them, you are supposed to be my child. You are supposed to be my bride. And like Eve was taken out of the side of Adam, you too are taken out of my side. Hallelujah. Amen. But that didn't come without anything to be uh, without nothing. It didn't come at no cost. It came at a cost. So he showed them his, his, his hand. His nail pierced hand. To show them the price. Of the new birth. Are you getting the issue here? He was showing them the price of the new birth. Did somebody get it? The first Eve was born that way. But she sinned. And there needed to be a price to be paid for another Eve, a sinless, perfect Eve, to be born again. But a price cannot be paid by anybody. It must be paid by the one who was sinless and who was sin. It was the king of glory. God himself who came and took on the flesh of a man and then he paid the ultimate price on the cross of Calvary. And so he showed them when he came to the disciples he showed them his nail pierced hands and he was trying to tell them here is the price and then he showed them the side here is the price for your new birth. Hallelujah. Amen. Which means the price for the new birth was Paid. Amen. Amen. That's why Brother Banam says he is more willing to give you the Holy Ghost than you yourself are willing. He paid the price. Yours is to accept. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm. Listen. And then after I showed them that. <sighs> It, it touched him. And then, my goodness, there is, so, there is so much in these few verses. On Sunday, we literally read only that and finished. I have a lot of quotes here, but we didn't even quote anything. So, today, I hope we will do a little progress. Let's, take, let's first check a few more verses here of this same verse. Then Jesus said unto them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. How was the first man created? The first man was created by God breathing into the, in the nostrils. 
of the thing he had molded. What was this thing that he had molded? It was a mold out of the ground. It was literally soil. It was nothing. But God raised into this small and then the Bible says it became a living soul man literally became a living soul because of the breath of God and what is it? It is signifying today this house of clay, this house of clay, this body of flesh is just a prison but Jesus, he breathed the breath of life to the disciples. And he told them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Which means, you don't need to die to receive the Holy Ghost. You don't need to go to heaven to receive the Holy Ghost. To receive the Holy Ghost, when you are still in this house of clay, to receive the Holy Ghost, when you are here, and only and only when you can become a real living soul. That's when you can become, amen, 10,000 worlds. That's when you can become a real seed child of God. When you have received the Holy Ghost. When you have received the breath of God. Now I want us to take it in the in, uh, in the type of the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before we do that. And then after he did that, he said, Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted. Whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. Where is that authority coming from? Is it not the authority that Adam had? Is it not? Now you see that the Holy Spirit is more than just excitement. The Holy Spirit is God Himself in you. You return to that original nature. Exodus 3, 8. We shall be able to study several, several things here and there. For the next few services. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of the land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppress, oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Engazi, Monsejo Damata, Nomovisiguenjuchi, Muchfo, Echo Mukanani, Necho Mukiti, Necho Mukivi, Necho Muyebusi, Kari Laba, Okukaba, Okwaba Naba Israeli, Kutu Sejendi, Nate, Ndavi, Okwanabana, Kwebabonabon, Kwebabonyabonya, Kwebabonyabonya Zewaba, Missiri. 
Now we see that here God comes down to speak and speak uh, he speaks to Moses. And he tells him that these people the Egyptians the the the, 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 the Israelites I'm, I'm, I'm giving them a land. I'm giving them a good land. I'm going to bring them out and I'll give them a land. It will be a large land. And it will be a land flowing with milk and honey. You realize that before the fall, man was living in Eden. God is intention for man is to live in a good land. To live in a large land. A land flowing with milk and honey. Amen. I believe Aden was the most beautiful of, of it all. And God placed man in an Aden. But this man failed. Hallelujah. Amen. But we notice God then many years later he comes down and he chooses one man and he calls him uh, his name is Abraham he called him Abraham afterwards. And then from him on down, it becomes a, a whole a whole race. That, that later become the Jews that we know as Israelites from, from Jacob. Are you following me? And these people, he wanted to call them by his name. They were a people called out to enter in somewhere. And now they go to Egypt years later and then he calls them out of Egypt to go and enter into into Canaan. Now you know Brother Banam says that uh, a church means the called out ones. Called out ones. Like we we are called out of the denomination. Amen. We are called out of the denomination. So we are now the church. We are called out of sin. We are called out of the, the things of the world. So we are called out. But many are called. But few are chosen to go in. And we say that this land Oh my, we can talk about Joshua and Caleb and what they represent. And we can talk about the land that, that was promised them and the spies that went with them. And when they reached there, all the other ten spies, they say this land is good. But we cannot they are giants. In this land, they are giants. We, we cannot easily take and Possess this land. And Joshua and Caleb remained believing the promise. But the other ten witnesses, they said the land is there. But it is difficult to get it. Hallelujah. Now I want to say that we always type the land 
to be the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we see that these people who are going to this land, they were called out into the church of God, the natural church of God, going to possess the land. But many of them did not possess the land because they doubted. The Bible says if any man asks anything of the Lord, let him believe that he shall receive. Let him ask without doubting. But the problem, many Christians ask with doubt. As you are praying, oh God, give me the Holy Spirit. But can I even receive it? Just like that, can I really receive it? But you know, there is this thing in my life. There is this thing in my life. Quit thinking about those giants in your life. God is not giving you the Holy Ghost because you don't have giants. God is not giving you the Holy Ghost because you are the best of the best. Because you are prayerful better than all everybody else. God has promised to give you the Holy Ghost because it is His promise. And when he gives a promise, he fulfills the promise. Remember he purchased he, he, he gave the, the price for you to receive the Holy Ghost. And there is nothing. And I repeat, there is nothing that can hinder a child of God with the seed of God in him to receive the Holy Ghost. Nothing can hinder him. Nothing can hinder him. Nothing was able to hinder Israel from possessing the land which God had promised them. But the problem was they were doubting the promise. They kept on doubting their messenger. They kept on doubting the word. But let me tell you, God sent us the messenger and God sent us the word for the purpose of Giving us the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The purpose of us having church is to have the Holy Ghost. The purpose of us praying is to receive the Holy Ghost. The purpose of us doing all these things is even hearing the word is to receive the Holy Ghost. We find in the Bible that it says as he was still preaching to them, Peter was preaching to the house of Cornelius. As he was still speaking to them, as he was speaking, what was he speaking? He was speaking the word of God. Then the Holy Ghost came and fell upon them. Hallelujah. And when they were baptized, then they received the Holy Ghost. And some of them were baptized. And they were not, and they were not, they didn't receive the Holy Ghost. But then they prayed for them to receive the Holy Ghost. And they received the Holy Ghost. So you see, the end result of preaching the gospel. This is so that people will receive the Holy Ghost. Now, why 
Because the Holy Ghost is the nature of Jesus. The Holy Ghost is the life of God himself. And when you receive him, he guides you through this life's journey. When you receive him, you are able to overcome your temptation. When you receive him, you are able to live above sin. When you receive him, you are able to overcome you are able to go under the position of domain, dominion. Hallelujah. Amen. That Adam lost. Adam you are able to have a forward test of it when you are still living in this flesh. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you are able to go in the rapture. Without the Holy Ghost, you cannot go to the rapture. So you see how important this is. And it is so sad that some have made it a doctrine. This is not a doctrine. This is the doctrine of the Christian church. Apostle Paul said that you know yourself that the words I preached unto you they are not out of man's wisdom and it was by inspiration of the Holy Spirit and also with demonstration of the Holy Ghost. So you see without the demonstration part there is no gospel. If you are sick and they pray for you and you cannot get well then there is no gospel why do we even need to preach if there is no divine healing why do we need to believe in the gospel if there is no salvation why do we need to believe in the gospel if there is no prosperity why do we preach the gospel do we preach the gospel to become a little poor people in a corner that is so sorry to be Christians? Do you think, do you think that this gospel God has given it to us so that he can make us feel bad in this world? Thinking, oh, for us we shall eat our things in heaven. For us we shall receive what? Let me tell you. <laughs> If this gospel cannot show me and manifest the power of God on, on this earth, then I don't think I will need it in heaven. This gospel must be a living gospel on this earth to give me a foretaste of glory divine. What I'm going to have in heaven is more than what is here. You can't tell me that I have nothing here and I have everything there. Where do you find that in the Bible? That is dead religion. And this message, the anytime message, was meant to call us out of dead religion, out of the systems of man, out of formality. What have they done? They have even taken these same things and promises of God for us. And they have decided to copy them. They have become copycats. 
know uh, why do I say that? Brother Banam calls them impersonators. They impersonate the promises of God. They impersonate the devil is the one who does that. In, in this denomination, they impersonate the gifts of tongues. They impersonate the gifts of interpretation. They impersonate the gifts of prophecy. They impersonate everything. That the, the, the word gives us as a promises. They impersonate divine healing. They impersonate discernment. But let me tell you, this end time message has restored to us the original the original divine healing the original discernment the original prophecies the original speaking in tongues. The original manifestation. The original forties. The power of the gospel. Do you get what I'm talking about? So don't settle for less. Don't be comfortable. Don't see the power of God in your life. And then you say it's supposed to be that way. Don't be comfortable. There is a reality. There is a reality. Let me tell you as a child, if you begin to exercise our God-given right, and we believe in the genuine power of the Holy Ghost, you will see God manifesting himself. How many believe that? Hallelujah. God manifests himself. The thing of it is, people fear because they have seen the fake. To the extent that some people who call themselves believers, when they read the quotes of Brother Banam, when he's hitting this, uh, 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 this, uh, you know, impersonations, they also apply to themselves. They apply to themselves. Brother Banham was speaking to the Pentecostals one day. I don't know if I have that quote here. And then it, it tells them that even if you, you, you speak, you know, uh, tongues as powering peas on a cow hide. You still have not got the Holy Ghost. And they thought he was meaning the message believers. And yet he was hitting the. I think I'll, I'll, I'll record that for you in the next service. There are several quotes I'll read for you in the next services. But saints, there is much we need to understand. In the, in the message. 
for now let's let, let's continue on because we have a few minutes tonight katuyongere kubanga tusigaze dachikanto no rwaliro amen yeah, that the Jews tells them that come to a land flowing with milk and honey. Oh my. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My heart is thirsting. For more of God. Whereby we shall have God manifesting himself in our families, in our lives. When you have a problem, even before you mention it, the Holy Spirit calls it out. Gives a solution. He said, that the heaven we are going to have. That's even the millennium we shall have. Because the message is just doctrine. And it is more than that. You see, they went, I, want, I wanted to see that these people they were called and promised a land flowing with milk and honey. And, and the prophet says, and the people who laughed and made fun and would not accept his message, they perished with the rest of the unbelievers. What, what was his message? About? His message was not for them to be educated. Ah, for sure. We, we believe. That, that Moses is, the, is, is our prophet. We believe he's vindicated. Is that true? Is that true? That was true. We believe there is a land. Amen. Amen. Full stop. We believe there is a land. And we believe Moses is the prophet. And we believe he's vindicated. Amen. Amen. You can even bring it in many other ways. And explain how Moses is, 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 um, is anointed. You can bring many teachings about that. You talk about the mystery. No, get a kuchama. On, on how Prophet Moses Musa was raised in Pharaoh's palace. And he was not killed. Oh, what a powerful revelation of the mystery. You can talk about the mystery of how he made a pill of fire. Oh, you can talk about the mystery of how God came down and gave him a, a power in his road. You can talk about the mystery of the promised land. You, you can talk about it as long as it is in the future. The devil will say, right, no problem. The devil will even tell you, amen. Preach, preach, preach. Why? Because the devil did not have a problem as long as that revealed mystery of yours is in the future. We shall go in the promised land. The devil says, Amen. But now you are here. But the devil feared Joshua and Caleb. Because these two, they did not only believe we are going, they believe, let's go. Hallelujah. Amen. 
They even had a forward test. When they went, they came back and they said, we have gone. We even have some fruits to show you. Hallelujah. Amen. We have keys from the promised land. We have the fruits of the Holy Ghost to show you the land is real. Brethren, let's go. That kind of gospel is not loved. It has never been loved. They called Joshua and Caleb fanatics. What is wrong with these two younger men? You say those giants. Joshua, you Joshua, can you even kill one of them? Caleb. Can you even kill the other For sure he thought I cannot. But he was encouraged when he remembered the word. And he said, I may not have strength and power enough, but I know I know the word of God that he has given to us through our prophet messenger. And he has promised us the land is good. And we are going, brother. We are going, sister. We are going to possess the land. Hallelujah. Amen. And when the can you imagine how they are making themselves they're just sh- shouting and jumping even if you are Christian you need it to be don't be just a fanatic like that when it comes to Joshua it's a different story. They were obsessed about the promise of the land. Let me tell you, church, God wants and is looking for a people that are obsessed about the promise of the Holy Ghost. About the promise of the word of God. About the promise of the hour we are living in. I mean, are you one of those? Are you one of those that you won't rest until you, you get there? And when you get there, you begin fighting We'll talk about that later. And the believers went out, and they, I am continuing to quote here. And the people who laughed and made fun and would not accept his message. They perished with the rest of the unbelievers. Which means these were supposed to be believers. But they perished. Because they never believed the message of Moses. Let me tell you the message of Brother Barnum. He's giving us a promise of a land. 
Before you think about the rapture, think about the Holy Ghost. If you think about the rapture, and you leave the Holy Ghost out, you will perish. You know, they know how to talk about the third pool. That is going to be a show of, 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 of mighty power. Just speak the word and things happen. It will happen. That is coming. Hey, you wait and see. That is nonsense. I'm sorry to present it. But that's the truth. That's how it has always been. They never want to push our promise in the future. Hallelujah. Amen. Was the third pool manifested in the life and the ministry of Brother Branham? Now, why should we take it in the future? When the the third pool is here. The seals are open. Let me tell you. Some even say now the seventh seal is going to be opened in the future. Others they they, they tell no no no. Brother Branham is going to come back. And others to, to, to reveal those things which are not revealed. And they you know they have a lot of doctrines and and and. and they, they, you know, they push things in the future. But let me tell you, church, that is a way that the devil uses to kill the church and make it look warm. This is it. This is our time. This is when all the promises of God must come to pass in our life. Hallelujah. Amen. If in the future I'm going to speak, even now I should speak. If in the future I'm going to pray for the sick, and they, they get healed, even now it is possible. If in the future there is a power of God, why not now? Amen. People don't like those things. Let's not be among those who don't like it. Did you know that the prophet preached and said, What you expect is what you get? <laughs> but the believers went out and entered into the promised land. They went under the anointed message of the message. <laughs> And the believers went out and entered into the promised land. They went under the anointed message of the messenger. There is no way you can enter into the promised land without the messenger's message. There is no way you can receive. Listen, listen. The true genuine Holy Ghost without the messenger's message. You know, 
Some mm. people when we talk about the Holy Ghost they think it's just something separate from the message. And others, they say, when you receive the message, it's a full package. The Holy Ghost is inside there. So when you receive the message, you have the Holy Ghost. But then Brother Branham is the one who asked. And said, if that be so, why did Paul, having found believers who were baptized, he asked them, did you receive the Holy Ghost since you believe? Not when you believe. Which means you don't receive the Holy Ghost when you believe. But you receive the Holy Ghost the moment you have that experience with God and encounter with God. There is a time there is a moment there is a day there is an hour where you say that was the place that was the time that was the moment where I had an encounter I was arrested by the power of the Holy Ghost and I was sealed in my soul that has to be but the believers, they went out and they entered into the promised land. They went under the anointed message. What does it mean? It was the message leading them to the Holy Ghost. Without the message, you cannot receive the life. You have to hear the message. You have to accept the message. You have to eat the message. You have to believe the message. You have to accept the message. You have to leave the message. In order to receive the Holy Ghost. That's why you also find many. Who say they have the Holy Ghost. When they don't. Why? Because they were deceived by just an emotion. An emotion is not the Holy Ghost. It, an emotion will be there, no doubt. But it will be there in both. It will be there in both scenarios. Among those who truly receive the Holy Ghost. And those who just have an excitement. That's true. You find someone giving a testimony. I received the Holy Ghost the other day. And he's not changing the beat. He's still lying. Fornicating. You know, watching pornography. And then saying, I the Holy Ghost. And then one day. They say a thief has 40 days. They are 40. When they are over. Brethren. May the Lord have mercy on. I was there. I don't know what happened. But the devil. Now let me ask you. What was the importance of the Holy Spirit? Let me tell you, brother. When you get the Holy Spirit, He hinders you from doing certain things. 
Your body might want. Your body might be. Your body body can send you. But inside your soul, there is a power that shakes you and stops you from doing what you want. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. That is why every believer must have that power because if you don't have the power you will do whatever the flesh tells you to do but when you have the power of the Holy Ghost in you, you surrender and say let me go and do this but the Holy Ghost will tell you you can't and you will say I will the Holy Ghost will say try me, try me you can't there is the power within you, leading you, guiding you. Hallelujah. Amen. What is it? Having dominion in your life. That is why you must be a man who trusts in a man. That is why a believer must never marry an unbeliever. Because an unbeliever doesn't have the Holy Ghost. And you can never trust them. And you can trust a sister. You can trust a brother who has the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because you know, no matter where they go, there is a power in them, leading them, guiding them. They may want to fall away, but they cannot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see why we need the Holy Ghost. You see even why Brother Banam says you cannot stand and preach the message until you receive the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you will not be driven by a supernatural power. You'll be speaking your mind. And the things you read somewhere. And you'll be coming to joke around. Making people happy. But let me tell you, give me a man with the power of the Holy Ghost in his soul. He will preach that word. And your soul will be moved to repentance to find God. It doesn't matter what Man, what kind of man he is. He may be a younger man. He may be an old man. He may be a short man. He may be a tall man. As long as he has the Holy Ghost inside of his soul. That makes the difference. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the Lord. And then he says the anointed message of the messenger. Let them into the promised land. This precious message. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we must read it. We must listen to it because it will lead us to receiving the Holy Ghost. My one hour is expired. Hallelujah. Amen, Lord. Just stand up and worship.
Just stand up and worship the Lord, saying, Lift up your hands and worship the Lord. Tell him, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the power that you have sent to us in this house. Oh Lord Jesus, may you feel us. May you give us the power to overcome sin. Amen. You need to pray and ask God to lead you and ask God to feel you. Ask God to give you a revival in your soul, to give you strength, to give you peace in your mind. It is only the Holy Ghost which can do that. It's only the life of Jesus, which is on the inside, 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 that will manifest on the outside. What is it? The power of God. What is it? The life of Jesus Christ. The nature of Jesus Christ. Life of His life. Power of his power. That's what you need, my brother. My sister. That's what you need tonight. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Some of you, you need to learn to worship God. Yes. Wow. Learn to worship God. Learn to worship God. With your mouth. With your hands. With your feet. As you walk, as you lift your hands, as you clap, as you speak words of adoration, of worship, of worship, more than anything else. You need to do that as a part of you, a part of your life, a part of your nature. That atmosphere brings down the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you. Father, we lift up your name. The name above all names. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. We give you honor, Lord. Because you deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor, Lord. There is none like you. There is none like you, Jesus. Oh.
Prayer refreshes you. Prayer brings you back and restores you back to your original form. Your original form. Prepare your heart. Prepare your soul and spirit. Amen. To receive the life of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prayer is a weapon which we have. Prayer is a weapon which we use against the enemy. Prayer is what you need, my sister. Prayer is what you need, my brother. Let those foundations of old in your life, let them be revived. Let that foundation be revived. Let prayer in your life be revived. Let it be restored to you. Let it be given back to you. Don't let it die. Defeat the enemy by prayer. Oh, tell the devil, you will not take away my praise. You will not take away my prayer life. Because this is my weapon. And I'm going to use it against you, devil. You cannot win. Overcome me. Because I'm anointed to win. I am anointed to overcome. Because I'm a seed of God. I was predestinated. Before the foundation of the world, to overcome. And I'm overcoming. I'm not just going to overcome. I am overcoming right now. I am overcoming right now. I'm overcoming now. I'm overcoming now. I'm overcoming now. I'm overcoming at this moment. I am overcoming. I'm overcoming prayerlessness. I'm overcoming weakness. I'm overcoming. I'm overcoming all the things. My life. I overcome. I overcome the power of God. I come to revive me. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your Thank you for your victory that you have given Thank you for visiting us in your one Lord. To give us strength. To help us. To help us. To help us. To Tange, Tuangle Mioyo, Ejitulumbe Msana Nechiro, Tuangle Tata, Tulabo Mkono Gogwa Manye, Omkono Gogwa Kuzobuja, Omkono Gogwa Manya Yesu, Tueta Gokulaba, Tueta Gokulaba Tata, 
tuwe chisacha machali chilo cholo wali na mukama jangu chali ya maya kukuzuki rako hai yesu wange umakaga banabu mubulambu wabe mukama wabu sechino mukama bachali la yesu wange wabu woku wangula wabu woku itamutata hai yesu wange umagalwa Jango kulebi amanyi, kulebi amagiru maseka tiga fe, tukulawe ngo tambla tata, ngo wonya abalwate, ngo zobuja, abadeba koye mmoyo, chitange, oko miewo kuyaya na kuyo kweta, oko bali na mkama ngo magalwa, okwe chikambo cho, okwe mitubio bakato na mkama, oh, yesu wangu magalwa, tuchari de, tuchari de mkama, tuchari yesu wangu, hallelujah, webala yesu, webala yesu, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, And all I 
Oh, yo, oh, yo, we 
our loving Jesus. Yes, we raise up our hands to you tonight. Lord, as we are going through this series, Lord, of the teaching on the Holy Spirit, for sure we don't have interest in just listening to a teaching or theology. We want to see you in demonstration. Demonstrating your power, your life, your nature, your character. Feeling people with the Holy Ghost. Lord, I pray that in the next services, as it's been in the past, Lord, let be feeling people with a revival with the power with the Holy Ghost healing with the supernatural that Lord you will bring us close to you and may this experience not just be a church experience may it be our home experience when we are down there at our places of work or our schools school that presence and anointing follow us. And may we continually think about you. And then you will appear. That's what we believe, Lord. Be with everybody, Lord. Those who are sick. Lord, even as they are under the sound of this voice. May you influence their lives, Lord. That if they have any virus or any sickness, Lord, that you will not stay in their lives anymore. I pray that the healing, supernatural power of God will shake them up, Lord Jesus. Both young and old alike, from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet, Lord. May they be totally healed, Lord Jesus. And Father, just surrender ourselves to your hand. We pray that you just take over. Take over in our lives. Bless everybody that has come tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The Lord Jesus bless you.